Rings of Power, Episode 7. Did we finally get to see Sauron? Hey guys, welcome back into another exciting Geek Variance Breakdown. This is Day 14 of our 30-day video challenge. If you are not already subscribed to the channel, be sure to do so. greatly helps us out. If not, just smash that like button. That is also very much appreciated. Without further ado, let's get into this video. Episode 7 was a lot more setting up for the finale. Uh, last episode, we had a lot of action. We had a lot of explosions. I mean, we had a freaking mountain erupting. And now it turns out the mountain did not kill off any of the main characters, just only side characters. And for those of you who are like, well, what about a seal door? Um, guys, if you've watched Return of well, okay, you don't even need to watch Return of King, you just need to watch Fellowship. Uh, he's the guy who cuts off the ring off Sauron's hands. So, pardon me while I don't hold my breath on that one. Sorry for spoilers for those of you who are not that far ahead, I guess. But no main characters died. The only thing that happened is Miriam is now Muriel, apologies, Muriel is now blind, and that's about it. Arondir and Bronwyn and Theo are going to move down to the Cape, go down to live on the waterfront, which I don't know why he wouldn't have lived there already when that's available, but that's neither here nor there. This episode set up a lot of position. Um, it's kind of weird that Elendil is now taking the tone of the elf hater, as if he's blaming everything that happened because of Adar on Galadriel. That's kind of grieving. And while it is misplaced, grievance and blame usually tend to go hand in hand with something of a tragedy of this magnitude happens. So it's a little unfortunate to see that he's the one doing it, considering how much and how valiantly he fought for her. And is like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a true faithful believer. I'm I'm 100% about this cause. And now we have Muriel, who's like, ride or die. And he's eh, yeah, taking a moment to just kind of figure out what's going on. And he's still devoted to her, but is he devoted to the elves anymore? Not sure. That's going to be a huge change. And then, can I just go out on a limb here and say that the Harfoots are probably the best hobbits we've seen? And I know that's a huge stretch considering we've seen the greatness that is Samwise Gamgee. But not every Harfoot slash hobbit can be Samwise Gamgee. The Harfoots, while struggling at times to find their way because they're extremely distrustful outsiders, just like Durin's dad, they just so happen to have very, very huge hearts. And they're willing to do things to help their neighbors that most people just genuinely aren't capable of doing. And everyone tries to make it easy. Like, well, he's, he's new. He's, he's just trying to help out. He helped carry your stuff. It's like, yeah, but also, he's a magical entity we don't understand. He is twice our size. And the only language he's proficient in is one that we completely do not understand. Tell me you have not gone anywhere in public and seen someone who's taller, larger than you are, and speaking a language you don't understand, and immediately just you've been like, uh, not as comfortable as I would like to be. And it's just natural reflex. So for the Harfoots to feel that way about him, I get it, but at the same time, it was wrong because 
he just wants to help out. He just wants someone to be somewhere to belong, and he wants to figure out those stars. The fact that those stars hadn't been seen since a thousand years ago, from what Sadak was saying, that is got to have some kind of huge implication that right now in the direct aftermath of the episode, my brain is just going lit and full on just not picking up the piece that needs to be left down. And Durin the fourth is probably not my favorite character from the series. Ron Deere was definitely up there, but Durin the fourth fighting for his friends, fighting for everything he loves. Like he's basically my brother. I'm not going to let him die. I'm going to do everything. I'm going to defy my father. I'm going to defy my king in order to make this happen. And then come to find out during the third is actually kind of right. It's like, hey, don't go down there. Things can go wrong. I'm I'm not going to let everybody in on it, but probably has some sneaking suspicion that there's something down there waiting for him. And now we have the Balrog in all of its glory just waiting down there for someone to delve just a little deeper into the mine. And we have the new ruler of Kazadum, which is going to be just absolutely nuts when that is unleashed. And Sauron hanging out with the Harfoots. I mean, I'm calling that now. That That's either Sauron or that is the mouth of Sauron. It's one or the other. The level of magic and let alone dark magic exhibited, followed by the fact he already had two very, very devout followers, would very, very much lead to very strong credence that that is in fact Sauron, even though it kind of looks like young Slim Shady right now. I mean, he really... He looks a lot like a young Eminem. I hate saying it because that kind of ruins the mystique and the grandeur of the character. Because Sauron in his elven form is supposed to be kind of considered beautiful. And by beautiful, I mean that's what the book calls him. Not me. But at the same time, he's supposed to have this look, this physique, this whole thing about him. Sauron was supposed to be comparative to Lucifer. And Lucifer in the Bible was supposed to be directly created in God's light, so therefore he was as beautiful and probably the most beautiful thing that's ever existed. So, Sauron is supposed to be kind of handsome. Long story short there. So, half him being young Slim Shady. Yeah, uh, I don't think that's it, bro. But, hey, what do I know? I'm just a commentator for Geek Variance telling you guys what I think pertaining to episode 7. I'm already a little heartbroken that the finale is next week. I'm getting really, really attached to everything that's going on here. And seeing you guys each and every Thursday has brought a lot of joy to me to be able to talk about Middle Earth and everything that goes on in this universe for you guys, the viewer at home, having a ball. Uh, it's been nice having new uh, fans of Middle Earth pop on up. Be sure not to get keep. Be sure to share all the knowledge. Do not start them with the Silmarillion. I know you want to start Chronological Warrior. But that book is... Not as hard to read as the Bible. It is very difficult. It's very slow. Um, overall, I would give this episode a 8 out of 10. I like what we have set up. There's a lot of big pieces moving. And then next week, based upon the preview that we saw, is going to be crazy. If you want to see me again next week, be sure to hit that lovely subscribe button. Bottom right corner, little teeny tiny logo that almost blends in with the hang. Slash Sword of Sauron, if not the subscribe button down below here somewhere. Or just smash that like button. And I will see you guys again for next week's finale. I'll probably be late next week because my work schedule is going back to normal, unfortunately. Too many complications, too many things going on. But it is what it is. I'll be here for you guys as early as I possibly can. So probably a half hour late next week. Apologies on that. See you guys in the next video. In the meantime, do something for you guys to check out. Appreciate you.